Today is Monday, December 13th. The title for our devotional is Sharing Joy. We're calling this Advent series Good News of Great Joy. The message of Jesus' birth is announced as good news that will cause great joy for all the people. This is the angel's announcement to the shepherds, which we will cover next week. In our current cultural climate, I think if we're honest with ourselves, that we often allow ourselves to be drawn into the opposite of that. That is bad news that causes anger and puts some people against others. This Christmas season, we're going to shift our focus to the good news of the Messiah and how it is a message that truly brings joy for all people. This week, we come to the story of Zechariah's prophecy at the end of chapter 1 in Luke's account of Jesus' life. But before we get there, let's read about the birth of John. And when we do, uh, we're going to read the birth of, about the birth of John today and tomorrow. Uh, but before we even really jump into that, there's one line that has just jumped out at me when I read this, thinking about the theme of good news of great joy. Luke 1, 57 to 58 says this, When it was time for Elizabeth to have her baby, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown her great mercy, and they shared her joy. With with this theme of joy that we're focusing on in this series, again, this passage just jumped off the page at me as a beautiful picture of community that is to be a part of our church experience. We are called to share the joy of those who have experienced the mercy of God, just as Elizabeth's neighbors and relatives did here. Paul directly calls us to this collective celebration as well. In Romans 12, 15, he says, Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. In 1 Corinthians 12, 26, he says it as well. If one part suffers, that is, the body of Christ, the church, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. Paul lives this out in rejoicing with the church in Philippi as well. In Philippians 2.17, he says, But even if I am being poured out like a drink offering on the sacrifice and service coming from your faith, I am glad and rejoice with all of you. So Jesus calls his followers to this type of collective rejoicing at the coming to faith of those who were formerly lost. He illustrates this in the parable of the lost sheep and the lost coin in Luke 15, 1-10. Then he launches into even a fuller illustration of this in the parable of the prodigal son. The father rejoices at the return of his son, and the older brother, who should have rejoiced as well, fails to join in the celebration and is instead full of jealousy and disdain. This is to be the collective posture of the church in baptism as well. When an individual is baptized, it is to be a collective rejoicing with the individual who was lost and is now found, who has returned to the loving embrace of the Father. So we see this collective joy all through Scripture in the New Testament is to be a part of our church experience. For additional content today, I'd encourage you to read Luke 15, and in it you'll find the parable of the lost sheep and the lost coin and the parable of the prodigal son. For reflection today, this common, the common Sunday-only consumeristic approach to church, it doesn't allow for this type of shared joy. Is your perception and engagement in church such that you can share in the joy of others and allow others to share in your joy at the experience of God's mercy? And in thinking through this, who, who are you sharing joy with? 
in our church community. 